record. Okay, so I'm just trying to, like, rinse a cup out because, like, I had chocolate milk earlier, you know, and I wanted to use the same cup because I don't want to waste my fucking cups. And while I'm trying to rinse out this cup, my cat's trying to drink the water I'm pouring out. So <laughs> my blind ass accidentally poured a whole cup of water on my fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that cat. <laughs> Which, not I my mean, fault, he's that's trying what he to gets. drink the water I'm pouring out. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, here's the thing. That cat will go and sit in the sink from what I have seen. So he deserves to have water poured on him if he's trying to drink the water. I've sprayed him with water from the sink, and then he'll just sit right back down in there, and I'm like, dude, have you not learned anything? (laughs) That's amazing. Shit, dog. (laughs) All right, well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Oblivious Podcast. I got me some sweet and she cat has her sweet tea and we are on episode 42 i think it's 42 at least i'm gonna fact check that as i continue to talk but episode 42 i hope this video is finding all of you Mm -hmm. in good health but without further ado we're gonna see how all of our hosts are doing i think cat's a little high um cat just woke up (laughs) she's groggy She's Hold on, that's not how you say that. You did just I woke did up. I did just wake up. I said I did just woke up. <laughs> what else, man? What else? All right. Oh, we're so good. <laughs> Angel, how are we doing? I'm alive. I, I did math today. Yeah, yeah. Angel submitted a T.O.P. short for us just a few days ago. It just hit over 10 views like I thought it would. So, awesome possum. I was just looking at that. Uh, Julio, how are you doing, man? doing he's been doing okay (laughs) yeah cool cool cat how are you oh um (laughs) so you know i've been like on and off sick lately and i know it's not corona i've realized that i i should probably not eat so much junk food or stay up all night all the time (laughs) (laughs) understandable Every time I get sick, it's after I stay up all night and eat junk food. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, totally relatable. I used to struggle with that a lot, too, where I'd stay up and eat something really stupid overnight, and I'd regret it the next day. You mostly feel it in your stomach, I'm sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But I'm doing all right this week. I've, I've been vibing. It's been a good time. Uh, but our first topic of the evening is unpacking the ubisoft event the ubisoft event having been um directly after the podcast last week i would you know obviously the world doesn't revolve around us right but it would have been nice if we could have covered it last week when it was new news but whatever whatever right so assassin's creed Nobody of all cares about the news. Uh, <laughs> exactly um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Far Cry 6, Watch Dogs Legion, and a few other things. Anybody have anything to say right off the bat? Far Cry 6. Uh, okay. Cat, go ahead. Well, sorry. You're good. <laughs> my, my big thing was that I got way more excited about the pre-show games than the actual show, like, games. Because I've never played Far Cry games. I've never played Assassin's Creed. Okay. So I get why everyone's excited about those but at the same time it's just another sequel right it's far cry six Mm -hmm. i don't i don't like how many sequels there are sometimes because like there could be some like you could probably have a new creative idea for the sequels but i feel like a lot of sequels are just like here how about you do like some of the same stuff all over again Although, in Assassin's Creed, I do see they're doing a lot of new stuff with, like, the whole Viking Age shit. So, that's kind of the general thing that Assassin's Creed does, is that each new entry jumps to a different point in time. They they don't typically... They don't always change up the gameplay mechanics, but yeah. Assassin's Creed, from the start, has gone from um, Constantinople to Italy to... France during the French Revolution to America during the American Revolution to um, the Americas, right? To the Americas during the uh, during what war was it? 
it was a war prior to the American Revolution. I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> but uh, to uh, ancient Rome with Spartan versus, uh, Sparta versus Athens and uh, ancient Egypt and now Vikings. So, yeah. I've liked the I way they jump admit, around. I barely know what I'm talking about right now because, you know, I did just wake up. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. We get it. So... Half the stuff I said, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll ha- we'll definitely have that sequel discussion towards the end of the podcast because you did submit that as a question. Um, yeah, because I got mad and was like, "Why the fuck?" <laughs> right. So uh, what do we what do we think of Far Cry Six? Um, we excited about the actor that's been cast for it. This is mostly aimed at Angel because she is the only one, if Emmanuel isn't here, who has played a Far Cry game. Okay. Hey, I'm not the only one. I just, I only looked at, like, the plot synopsis. I didn't look at any of the, like, people who were actually going to, like, be a voice actor or anything in it. Mm-hmm. Because I, like, say, like, I don't like looking into games that I'm excited to either watch my brother play, if I don't have the system that it's on, or play myself. Right. But looking at just the plot synopsis, I'm kind of, I'm pretty excited about it. Because it's kind of, so, like, I don't, I'm not sure how to, like, my the, my brain's not processing words too great today, <laughs> so it's kind of hard for me to word. We're all just a little off balance right now, I gotcha. But, um, like, you're on a tropical island, and, like, Far Cry 5 was fucking Montana, so it's, like, a nice shift of environments, like, it seems like the environments shift really well between games. And right. you're literally overthrowing a tyrant. Like, you can't. I'm doing like very good hand motion. But <laughs> I'm excited. I'm probably not going to be able to play it when it comes out because it's probably going to be on a system that I don't have. It is going to launch on PS4. Um, it's going to come out on PS4 and Xbox One, and it will have upgrades for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Okay, I'm probably gonna play it when it when I have the money to when it comes out. Yeah. Cause like I, I know, like I played Far Cry Five on my brother's PlayStation. I own Far Cry Four. I also had Far Cry Three for a bit, but then like I gave my copy to somebody else. So did you ever play Primal or New Dawn? I did not get to. Okay, um, I've heard both of those were kind of eh compared to the numbered entries. Um, New Dawn is the exact same setting as Far Cry 5, but after a nuke goes off. So. Yeah, after the bad ending. Yeah. Which is very interesting. I've never seen a game series um, take the bad ending approach for... uh, Uh, Far Cry... What was the the retro fucking style one? That DLC? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Dragon something, I believe. Uh... Let me let my dog in. Blood me. Dragon. Blood Dragon, yeah. What about that? Hell yeah. That was the better Far Cry game. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I know that aesthetically it fits the same vibe that our podcast goes for, so kind of Oh, yeah. I don't know, though. Uh, never been crazy about Far Cry. I know Emmanuel's super into it, um, but it's never been my cup of tea part, particularly because... It kind of, it struggles with that same thing that a lot of Ubisoft games struggle with, where everything just feels like a, a fucking checklist. Because, um, you know, like, you go to this location, you do this, you do uh, XYZ, you go to the next location, you do XYZ. Um, the only reason... Yeah, I love doing that. That is true, but you, do, you can do side quests and make, and, like, do side quests and, like, break things up. Right. So... Yeah, I've I've always appreciated messages. It's me. I'm sorry. Um, I've always appreciated that, but uh, I, that's the the thing with that for me is that I can't really enjoy that for very long. The only reason I like Assassin's Creed as much as I do is because the gameplay is so different compared to most games, which nowadays are do play like Far Cry, just your typical first person shooter. Um. So that's kind of, and Assassin's Creed, in my opinion, is a much more interesting universe. So uh, that's that's really all that carries me in those games. So I can't imagine playing Far Cry and staying invested for too very long. 
Um, I know that they're all supposed to be in like the same universe or something, but that really doesn't intrigue me either. So it's just weird. I think it's more fun to play a Far Cry game when you have someone with you, like in the same room, and you guys are actively talking about. Because how I play it is, I will go sit in my brother's room and we'll play it together. Right. And we'll just kind of like, we'll just bullshit around, and like, make really bad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Not surprising. Huh. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. So, Far Cry Six, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, none of us really have anything to say about Watch Dogs Legion, do we? Oh wait! I, oh, I, oh, I do. I'm uh, interested in Watch Dogs. Oh, y'all go for it then. Go for it. <laughs> okay, you see, so I tried getting. Okay. Oh, wait! <laughs> Hold on, you go first. <laughs> wait! No. Here, 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 here! Don't, don't, don't let it get weird. I will roll a dice. You guys pick a number, one to six. Mm-hmm. One. <laughs> Seven and one. Okay. Um. So it looks like Julio is gonna end up winning. All right. So Julio, you go first. <laughs> All right. So, um, originally I was going to play Watch Dogs, like, one for the Xbox 360, but for some reason it doesn't handle it at all. Uh, uh, but I, like, watched gameplay and thought it was, like, an interesting series. The second game was weird. And the third game has an interesting concept where it's, like, you know, the word Legion comes in where instead of having a, a real main character, you can just, like, play as anyone. Uh, play as anyone. That's like one thing I love about it. I have, yeah. I think it's a cool concept, but I have insanely, insanely worrisome concerns regarding that. Yeah, yeah, it does I need mean, to be done well. Which story wise, yeah. And I've already seen a lot of stuff, and it it doesn't seem to be being done well. If that makes sense, um, I will elaborate. I do like the graphics about it, though. It's, like, it looks really good. It's an okay looking game. I love the art style, too, where, like, okay, so while I was watching the preview, they would, like, put in some, like, oh, no, that wasn't the preview, that was the little movie short before the Yeah, preview. that was a little, like, like, stylized trailer. They have, like, these little, like, comic strip, like, boom and bang and all that for, mm-hmm. like, split seconds. So, cell shaded is what that's called. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I, lo- I like it, too. I don't know if they're going to put that in the game. It will not be in the final game. Uh, uh, I, I, I think it would look really great in the game. I think it would, too. I feel like a lot of games would benefit from a art style. That's why I am looking into getting a copy of Ghost of Tsushima, because art style. It has a really cool art style that I'm about. I love ultra-realism as much as the next person, but if it has an art style that captures my interest, man, that's a lot cooler at the end of the day than ultra-realism. Um, but when it comes to Watch Dogs Legion, something I noticed fairly quickly, um, Mm -hmm. both Watch Dogs Legion and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, hundreds upon hundreds of different influencers were able to play it three hours of each game, three or four hours of each game and give their thoughts on it the day that the Ubisoft conference went live. Um, the general consensus regarding Watch Dogs Legion is that the concepts are cool. The execution kind of falls a little flat. It's not awful, though. The big thing I'm seeing is that there have been people who... Um, I don't know how much you guys saw with the gameplay, but how it works is when you're trying to essentially hire somebody to play as, I guess. Like, recruit somebody for your Legion to rise up mm-hmm. against like this these people who came into London or trying to keep the peace, I say with air quotes. Um, you have to do a quest for them in order to get their loyalty, right? Uh, yeah. What I'm seeing is that those quests are radiant. And in game design, radiant means, like, they make maybe 20 different variations of a quest, and then they can repeat so that they're endless. Um, mm. And I saw somebody in a three-hour playthrough get the same quest that took him to the same location with the same exact story beats from two different NPCs, and it was horribly jarring. It totally took him out of the experience. So, I would say, like, give each individual character a specific quest. And that's what sucks about this kind of concept for a game. If they wanted to do that, this would not be coming out this year. This would only be a next-gen game as well, because... That kind of concept and scale is cool, but that is ambitious as fuck. 
if you wanted to have every individual NPC have their own story and it not be completely front-loaded and boring. Um, yeah, it's something that would take a lot of work and would need to be done very well. Right. The issue at hand is that London is a big city and the map looks pretty big <laughs> too, and they can't only have a few hundred people walking around. So I have a feeling you're going to be repeating side quests a lot. And given that somebody played three hours of the game and repeated a side quest already, that worries me. That really worries me. Um, so, I don't know. The, they just, definitely need to put some more quests in. Like, shitty chance that he got it. Right, maybe. But at the same time, that's frightening. That uh, The quest design is okay. The quests aren't exactly the most enthralling and interesting things I've ever seen. But, you know, who would expect that from a game that's going to offer a shit ton of them, I assume. Um, but if you're already repeating one only with three hours of the game, that is super worrying to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being super negative, but that kind of scares me. And I've never been a fan of Watch Dogs in the first place. So, I don't know. What do y'all think? Yeah. It definitely is concerning. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. If it was done well, it would be really great. Like, they have a really great idea there. They just did not put as much work in as it needed. Right. I think if they scaled down the amount of different people, I think what would have helped immensely is instead of, oh, you can recruit literally anybody, instead of that, why not, oh, you can recruit literally anybody who doesn't seem happy with the position they're in, like with their life right now, with the way that this um, tyrannical military force is controlling everything. So maybe instead of every fucking NPC in the game, maybe a few hundred, and then you can design interpersonal quests for each one so that it never feels like it's getting boring. But if there are a few hundred different people to play as, that's still an immense plethora, and I know damn good and well nobody's going to recruit every NPC in London. Is that a challenge? Uh, I don't know. But yeah, that's just, that's my two cents on the matter. I think that the idea is super cool, but it would have worked better in a much smaller world. I think making a game set in London, of all places, um, with that many NPCs and having this kind of concept in mind was not the best idea. So... And I think my other concern is, um, I'm sure you guys saw how every individual person that you recruit and can play as has their own skill set and things they can do. Um, yeah. And some of it's cool, like that construction worker can summon, not summon, like um, yeah. call in a drone uh, and use that to like fly him into like some kind of military camp. That's cool on paper, um, and it will be cool in execution, I'm sure, but another thing that concerns me is I also saw that a lot of the time you can, uh, the, the better your characters get and like the further along you get in the game, you can upgrade characters and like their own kind of pseudo skill trees and upgrade them however you want. And that's also concerning because if let's say you recruited five people, but you kind of like the design of this one person, and so you just upgraded them a shit ton, and then they could kind of just do anything. And so the whole mechanic of being able to recruit anybody is, as a result, kind of lessened. Its impact is lessened. You're not using it as much as the game intends you to. Uh, I definitely have fears about that. So, I don't know. <coughs> if you upgrade a person and they die, that means your upgrades are gone, or what? See, that's what I wonder about. I really wonder if you can get a person killed. I think that would be really... That's an interesting concept. Yeah, but I don't think you can based off of the playthroughs I saw. I think if you get a person killed, you just reload a save. Um, to me, that's kind of silly. That's kind of boring. Yeah, to me, that's kind of silly. I think it'd be neat if you got someone killed, you have to bring someone new in. You have to find somebody else. You got them killed, sorry. You get like half a London killed on accident. Like... <laughs> I don't know. Wait, no. Imagine if you got one of London killed. <laughs> I remember now. You don't get killed. You get arrested. It works like Grand Theft Auto. Um, if you uh, if you get mm. gunned down in a mission, if you're shot in the face and your character falls to the ground and bleeds out, you get arrested. Um, so, 
<laughs> yeah, fun times. It, yeah. Hack skills. It's a little jarring. It's always bugged me about those games that don't want you to, per se, die. I feel like they really missed an opportunity with the ability to get people you recruit killed. Uh, I think that could have been really cool. So, I don't know. I'm done bitching and worrying about the games. This game. The concept so. could have been super cool. The concept is still really cool. It's just... I feel like it was too ambitious. So, I don't know. Uh, too ambitious for, like, that game or whatever. Too ambitious for not only this generation, but um, just too ambitious for a Ubisoft game. They don't... Ubisoft doesn't put a lot of... Uh, too ambitious for a Watch Dogs game, actually. Not Ubisoft. Um, you're kind of on the money there, Cat. They, uh... Watch Dogs has never really been known for having quest variety or interesting stories, so it is a little concerning. Yeah, I had never heard about Watch Dogs until last night, and I asked Paul about it. I was like, what the fuck is, are these games? Because, like, this one looks so cool, and he's like, don't trust it. The previews always look cool for those games, but they always turn out to be, like, shit. So that's also been something that the um, the previews now, they are being much more transparent about everything i'll give ubisoft that in the past ubisoft has been notorious for their previews looking a hell of a lot cooler than the game looks but well, I, I yeah, saw a video. apparently they like had really good graphics for one of the watchdogs games and uh -huh. then they yeah. had terrible graphics for the actual game i saw a video of this guy like explaining is like that you go into the settings and into like one like a few settings you can change the graphics into the that preview um, style like where it looked pretty and for some reason that's not the default like i just yeah yeah but that's only on pc xboxes and playstations had to run in performance mode right off the bat and they stayed in performance my mode. xbox doesn't even handle the game why <laughs> um it's it's not it's the same system why is it not handling it i don't know it's weird um, but Ubisoft has been hella notorious for that. So I will give them this. Um, these previews they've been doing, they're already ugly. So I think, that, I think, I don't think that these are like over the top, uh, you know, more rendered than they needed to be and better looking. Um, and not only that, they were streaming the actual game. Uh, uh oh, just a second. Sorry, we just I just about accidentally stopped the recording. Um, they were streaming the actual game to different influencers, and those influencers were cap influencers were capturing their own footage. So um, it's not like it used to be years ago where they'd just show up to E3, show pre-rendered and like pre-recorded footage, and then they leave. This is stuff that they captured in real time. It's the actual game. So yeah, the game is actually ironically enough, the game is actually. All the previews you've been seeing outside of the Ubisoft event is actually going to look worse than it will at launch because they did not fly anybody out due to the virus. They actually streamed the game to everybody's computers. All these influencers. Um, so obviously it's a little compressed. It the kind of the way a YouTube video is because you're streaming it. So, Why don't they just like mail out discs? Uh, because probably just due to a lot of costs with that kind of shit, and God forbid you mail out a disc that only lets you play three hours of the game, but then somebody manages to crack it and play the rest of the game. So, they, you have to consider so many variables instead of just streaming the game for three hours and then cutting their connection from it. Okay, so you know how I mentioned that the pre-show got me a ton more excited? Yes, so what games got you hyped up? So, there is one that interested me a lot, Spiritfarer. Mm -hmm. That looks like a pretty cool game. It has, like, its own little art style. It looks pretty cool. I like the concept of it. I like that they're, like, having you get people, like, their souls and, like, leading them to their afterlife and stuff. And then you have to, like, let them go after spending so much time with them. Right. It's kind of like, you know, I guess it's a kind of way to teach you to let go of people or something hmm. but the game that got me the most hyped up i didn't realize they were still making this game because i just forgot about it for so long but the trials games 
Oh yeah, I forgot I about those. I cannot tell you how important those games were to me in my childhood. <laughs> I had one on the Xbox 360. I absolutely uh, loved it. It was like the only, like, it was one of the only games I could compete with my dad and brother on nice. without like completely losing. I loved it. I was barely allowed to play it though because the mini games where you can like go break all your bones and stuff. <laughs> oh God, mood. <laughs> but. I don't know why, but last night I started squealing. I was like, oh my god, I need this game. Well, awesome. That's funny that the pre-show got you more interested than the actual show. Hmm. Yeah, probably because like the actual show is mostly sequels. Right. And I've never played most of those games. <laughs> gotcha. <clears throat> Which was one thing that pissed me off so much is like, there was only like, I think there was like one or two games that wasn't a sequel in the actual show. And I know one of them was, uh, what's it, what's it called? Hold on. I looked it up last night. Hmm. Take your time. Do you want me to pause? Uh, if you want. Okay, we'll be right back while Kat finds the game. All right, we're back. We found it. Hyperscape. Julio and Kat, I know you're both interested in that. That's a game. One thing I want to say about it is I got so into the story and then got majorly disappointed when they revealed it's just another uh, Battle Royale game. Yeah. They had me so into the story behind it. I was like, oh yes, we get to play a game like this. And then it's like, oh, by the way, it's just a Battle Royale. You liked the cyberpunk kind of stuff? Huh? You liked the cyberpunk kind of thing that it was doing? Well, yeah, I like the style, but, like, they had me so immersed into the story of, hey, something's wrong in this, the hyperscape and all that. And I thought we were going to have a whole video game about what's wrong in the hyperscape and trying to figure that out and That's getting funny. to deal with virtual reality stuff. That's funny, because I felt that. like the... But instead, <laughs> it's just another battle royale. <laughs> that's funny because i felt like the uh, story <laughs> i don't know if you're just gonna make it a battle royale i don't know apex legends tries just, to have a story because it's in the same universe as titanfall so um just, i'll be give, just tell us the battle royale and move on instead of giving us a full story to hype us up for a different kind of game eh, i kind of as soon as i saw gameplay for it i was like oh yeah battle royale just just based off of the way it plays and so the story was a bit of a snooze fest for me it didn't interest me at all. Um, I loved the story, and I, for real, like, I got so confused whenever it was, like, being played as Battle Royale. I was like, wait a minute, no, they they can't just give us that whole story and just be like, oh, by the way, it's Battle Royale. So you know what it'll be? It'll play um, a lot like how Fortnite does, where with each season they introduce weird little, like, yeah, there's a bit of story in this multiplayer match that you'll see. And shit unfold and happen like that. It'll be goofy, but it'll be cool for some people. Um, something that intrigued me about the game and that seemed kind of interesting is that it felt a lot... I said this on last week's podcast. It felt a lot like Apex Legends meets Dishonored. It was. It just it had a level of verticality to it, which, um, for those who don't mm-hmm. know, verticality being like the ability to, instead of going left and right and forward and backwards, you can go up and down. Um, just like the amount of getting on top of buildings and scaling them and, and flying and shit that you can do seemed fun. It seems fun. It doesn't seem like something I'd get hooked on, but it seems like a good few hours. It seems like a cool like style to it and all the like little like teleporting glitches you can do and all that. Like I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I just got so disappointed when they kind of like hyped me up for a certain kind of game and then it ended up being just another Fortnite. Right. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kat. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, Julio, what did you think of it? Fortnite, so. Oh, you're real quiet, bro. Oh, what? Where's my volume? Where's my game? Okay, you're louder now. Shit. It's, it looks better than Fortnite. Like, I like the way the mechanic at least works you know when your teammate dies so the only way to revive them is killing someone else yeah it seems that's a cool thing yeah it's 
hey, let's go murder people and all that, because it's Battle Royale. I am just big fat. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Um, it seems pretty interesting, though. I will give it a shot when it comes out. Well, if it costs money, I will not be giving it a shot. But if it's free to play... Um, I think it is free to play. Let's play it together. I think it actually came out recently to, like... Yeah, there's a beta. Investors, okay. And it's free oh. to play. Okay, cool. So, yeah, then we'll give it a shot. Uh, Let's play yeah, it tonight. Like, when I... When it came on and started telling that story, I got so excited. Like, I was like, finally, something that's not a sequel and has a cool story to it. And that I can, like, just get so into. Hmm. And then it's Question, a battle Question, is that game, what platform is that game going to be on? All of them. I know it's on PC right now. I don't know if it's going to uh, Angel. PlayStation. I can look it up real quick. It's it's on all of them. It, it Yeah, it's everything. But is it on Mac? Oh, well, god dang it, there's always that. Let me For Microsoft Windows, Xbox One, PlayStation 4. Um, that's all it says right now. Hyperscape Mac. Nope. Is it cross-platform PlayStation and, like, other platforms? Probably. Yeah. Uh, Maybe? Let me see. Is Hyperscape cross-platform? <clears throat> If it is, you can totally play it on PS4. Hyperscape is confirmed for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. No cross-play at launch, um, but it is being looked into. Okay. But if it's going to be on PC, a few of us can play it at start. Uh, when it comes out on PS4, I'm sorry, when when they introduce cross-play, I mean, we'll look into that. But that's surprising that they're not thinking about cross-play already. Um, cause I know, right? that's like, something that really benefits those battle royales. Uh, Call of Duty, <clears throat> Fortnite, Apex Legends, they all do it. So, huh, interesting. Uh, but that's all I gotta say about it. Anybody have anything else before we move on to the next topic? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Video games. Video games. I'm, I'm still big sad. Video game. <laughs> <laughs> all right well um we killed just about 35 minutes on our first topic so uh that's pretty cool nice. yeah i know nothing about xbox though so well like i said you don't have to know much to have predictions um so... Here, let me tell you it's it's a box with an x on it I mean, he's, he's not wrong wow i'm looking at mine over there it's yeah it's a box with an x on it uh <laughs> I like the original Xbox design. It looked cool, but then they went simple. I like the minimalistic stuff. I don't know. All right, but Ew, you're, you're weird. That's besides the point. So <laughs> you're weird. Our next topic, Mr. Voice Crack of the evening, is what are we playing, watching, and reading? Starting from the top of the list, like we do. I said that as I whipped. You're welcome, Angel. <laughs> what you been up to this week? Um, been playing CSGO with the, with the squad mm -hmm. people, like, literally yeah. every night except, like, one night. And that night felt weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was asleep. I spent a lot of Monday and Tuesday working on the, my T.O.P. short. Yeah. So. Which turned out really I've good. Been do, I've been, I've been reading. <sighs> my week's been pretty boring. So, hmm. understandable. Just, just living my life, fighting wasps, Ugh. cleaning drawers, fighting wasps, cleaning drawers. <laughs> All right, well, cool, cool. Uh, Julio, what you been up to this week, man? Okay. <laughs> What's the delay? I've been playing CS:GO for a week. Have you? Yeah. It's weird. It's like the new stories answer. Nobody else has done that. Uh, I've still been playing on my worm um, D and D game here. Julio out here repeating himself every week. Shut up! I I found this new story from an ad on Instagram. It's another superpower thing, Zane. You love those? No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Nah, I don't um, really. But too bad only the first ten chapters were free, so, like, kind of sucked. 
it was like pretty interesting concept it's like where you're born like the geographical area and like what climate it is and like specifications like depends and that's how you get a power is like let's say if you were close to death when you were born and the same day the doctor that um got you like fuck was the word the the doctor that you know was treating you died at the same day that that's how you get a certain power of fixing things or if you were like born above an active volcano you would get like the power to turn your skin diamond like why would you be born above an active volcano hawaiians but but why isn't that kind it of, was, like, dangerous? What have you fallen from the you're born? Not, like, literally in above the... It was, like, the, <laughs> the area, the entire volcano area. Like, the whole islands in Hawaii are volcanoes. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, you did say above. <laughs> so it's, I just uh, imagine... It's above. It is above. you're born and just immediately fall into the water. All right. <laughs> so the main character... The main character, his nickname Starchild, um, he was born on the International Space Station, so he gets like cool black hole gravity powers, okay. and he has to keep that a secret because being born in places and you're not rich is illegal. So, yeah, and then, and then we go into story and shit, and then he has to hide, beat his power from people, okay. and all that sort of stuff. I liked it. It was only ten chapters, though, because I don't have money. That voice cracked up. <laughs> Alright. Uh, well, that's cool. Is that all you're up to this week, Julio? Yeah, Zane. All I'm up to this week. Alright. Um, what? <laughs> is that all I'm up to this week? What else have I done? I don't know, Julio. Is it? You're increasing it? the watch time of this podcast with each moment of hesitation. Well, that's what we want, right? We want our watchers, our viewers, to keep on watching. Well, we and don't want it to be boring. Stop boring, Rambulio. Thank you, Cat. <laughs> All right, Cat. What have you been up to this week? Um, I've been playing playing CS:GO what? with nobody. Holy I haven't shit. played with anyone. I played all by myself. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Definitely. We all do that. <laughs> Um, I finished watching Avatar finally, but now I feel empty inside. Clone Wars. Um, try watching Korra, I guess. Korra sucks, and I will die on this hill. Season they four is such, okay. They ha- they've had such good story plots, and then they get them all fucked up. Like, just look at season two. It was such a good plot, and then like, nope. Season four was alright, I thought at least. The only part I liked was the, the one where they venture back into the first Avatar. Uh, I liked that him literally fucked up the entire second season because they had a they had a civil war plot going on and then like nope we gotta have big bad and big good. Okay, so it's up to you whether or not you watch Korra Cat. Um, I will note it isn't the same writers who wrote Avatar: The Last Airbender, so. Yeah, I wasn't planning on it. I I I'm just big sad that I don't I don't get any more Zuko. Yeah. I would give it a hard I mean, pass. we get his grandson. His grandson and basically is just Zuko again. Zuko. Mm. I would give it a hard pass. Um, Clone Wars. Uh, so, yeah. If, if I can get past the first episode in Clone Wars, I'll watch it again. But I'm trying to, like, I, I've oh, been good trying Lord. to watch so many shows at one time, which is my big mistake. Okay. Because wait, wait, wait. I gotta, but, I gotta tell you something. Um, don't, don't try to watch any of season one of the Clone Wars. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Um, it's not It's not worth it. The Clone Wars is an anthology series, so just look up story arcs. Whatever sounds interesting to you, just watch that. You don't have to watch it in order. It skips around throughout the timeline throughout the whole show. Damn. Yeah. So just look up Clone Wars, like good Clone Wars story arcs, read the synopsis of them, and then just decide on which one sounds cool to you and watch it. Hmm. So yeah, uh, they're okay. Um, the first I know Ahsoka's stuff was super interesting for me. Ahsoka shit is awesome. Um, her her final story arc prior to the show being canceled and brought back was wonderful in season four. Um, and then her final final story arc. 
for season seven was just some of the best storytelling in Star Wars I've ever had. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Clone Wars is worth it. Season one in the movie, stay the fuck away from those as far as you can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. But is that all you're up to this week, Kat? Um, I've been watching a lot of Call Me Kevin lately. I I just like got into watching his Harry Potter playthroughs on PS One. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which the graphics are so terrible that I can't help but like die a little bit inside when I see it. Like I'll send you a picture of what Hagrid looks. like. Oh, I've seen him. I remember this old screenshot from it. It's like uh, it's that kid who used to bully Harry all the time. He goes, "Nice, nice earmuffs, Potter. Did your mom make them for you?" And he like looks like this horrible low poly fucking character. <laughs> it's crusty as hell. We love that though. Hold on. Let me. Alright, but cool, cool. Uh, okay, I'm gonna look at the screenshot real quick and then we will move on. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's a friend of mine's profile picture on Xbox, too, actually. That's funny. Also, I love how Call Me Kevin kept calling Hagrid the love interest of the game. Ew. Jesus. Alright, well, cool, cool. <laughs> Shit, dog. All right. Well, uh, is that everything you've been up to this week, Kat? Uh, I don't know. I forgot everything that I've done now. <laughs> well, you've named off three things, so I think that's, I don't know. You need a moment? That's, a, that's stuff. Okay. Well, um, I think... Oh my God. What's up? So I was looking at the pictures of uh, PS1 Hagrid. Mm -hmm. And I saw this meme. Yep, there you go. <laughs> That's so stupid, Jesus. Alright, uh, <laughs> but I think with that, if anything else comes to mind, let us know, Kat. But we'll move, I... on to, we'll move on to me and then the last topic. Not the last topic, the next topic. Um, so, this week, been pretty chill for me. Just been mm -hmm. continuing to play SH3, continuing to read Dune, uh... I think I played a little bit of CSGO with y'all. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me. So, moving on to our next topic of the evening. Predictions for the Xbox event later next week. They're this... going to talk about video games and probably talk about a Halo game. Yes, you're 100% right. That's not even a prediction. That's just an objective statement. Uh, <laughs> so, um, does anybody have anything, like, out there they think will happen? I don't know at all. I have no predictions. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what I think will happen. Well, um, Kat, you should know that Microsoft owns Mojang. Minecraft. Right. So, if you, um, if you think anything is coming up for Minecraft... It will show up at that event. I can die on that I wonder if they're going to like reveal maybe the next update or something. That's what I was thinking. Because they always do something for Minecraft um, at those events. Minecraft's one of their biggest games. Minecraft is their biggest game. Um, it, yeah. In that poll, like, wasn't, like, last year, like, before we got the Nether update announced, wasn't there, like, a biome update? And, like, are they supposed to update, like, the mountains with, like, snowy or snow or something? I think so, I believe. I don't remember. <clears throat> Um, I think Maybe they'll be talking about when that should release. Yeah. I know a lot of people were actually excited for Snowy or Snow. I would still like a cave update, but, you know. Yeah, cave update, but... I want some more like... animals, okay? I want some, like, goats. I want some goats, man. Fuck yeah, man. Goats. Goats are the shit. I don't know. <laughs> goats are cool, I guess. <laughs> Wait, what? The, the, the Aether. <laughs> okay, Julio. Uh, I forgot they were talking about making uh, the other dimension thing. Yeah. The other dimension. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Um, I feel like that'd be a huge fucking update, though. Like, for some Yeah, reason, that's gonna be a long time from now. <laughs> what kind of bugs me about Minecraft is how infrequently they update it. It feels like these updates are not very big for as little as they come out. So. 
I don't know. But it is kind of like a little, like, hey, surprise, here's an update. Well, I see games like, um, I see games like Fortnite, which are huge games, but still aren't as big as Minecraft, um, get updates way more. And I guarantee you making models and, um, assets for, you know, a new weapon or a new character or block and, uh, not block or item in Fortnite is way harder than it is in Minecraft. In Minecraft, it's all fucking squares, you know? <laughs> so, it's kind of weird that they don't update it as frequently as they could. What do y'all think? Cheap. I think it makes sense with Minecraft getting the updates when it does, because, like, even if it's just a small update like these, uh-huh. like, I can, like, I don't know, it just makes sense to me, because, like, it'd be, like, really big like some of them are really big features like the old cold nether overhaul that came out in the last update or like completely redoing villages and stuff like that kind of stuff takes time like the little things like yeah that could happen more frequently but right okay makes sense minecraft um so we probably won't linger on this topic for too very long since not everybody is super like oh i know everything about microsoft right um so just my own thoughts on like what i think will happen at the event is i for sure know that they're going to reveal a few of these third-party exclusives or games that they're making um because microsoft has spent the past year or two acquiring a lot of uh studios they got black isle and um and obsidian and so I, I know they have stuff to show off. I also know that Bethesda is going to be there. So it should be a very interesting show. Um, given they're not going to focus on hardware or marketing or anything at all during the show, it's all going to be about the games. I think there will be some things to get people really excited. Of course, there'll be some stupid shit. There always is. But I think it'll be a good show overall. Um, I know we'll get something from Obsidian. Uh, cause man, they, them being acquired by Microsoft is one of the most exciting things for me personally, cause that studio having the insurance and funding that it's always needed is just awesome. But I don't know. What do y'all think? I had zoned out for the past 10 minutes. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's talking okay. About video games and money. Wait, what? We do that a Something lot. Something, games, and money? Damn. Cat out here. Uh, well, <laughs> does anybody besides uh, poor Cat have anything to say? The tea made me feel more sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Um, Alright, so I think with that, we're going to move on to our final topic of the evening. Real quick, we're going to be right back before we do that. Just a moment. And we're back. Alright, so... Where are we? We, I think we are. So our first <laughs> question for the evening, Dragon Dub writes in, how do you feel about cross-platform gaming? Do you think that should be the main focus of the next generation or should we keep them apart? I'm a PC gamer myself and enjoy playing games with my friends from PS4 and Xbox. I would like to hear you guys' points of view and where you stand on the matter. What do we think? Okay, well, I do think cross-platform gaming is i i really like whenever wow i love talking today (laughs) (laughs) you're good you're good yeah i like cross-platform gaming and i think it's a like great way for xbox players ps4 players pc players to bond because you know they're constantly fighting over who's better yeah luckily that's not as prevalent as it used to be at the beginning of this generation the whole idea of a yeah i cringe to say it but the whole idea of a console war um it's console gotten, war. yeah it's just crusty to say it out loud right it's gotten a lot better <laughs> um i think i think <laughs> i think cross-platform play is wonderful for both the consumer and the industry as a whole um it entices people to buy more games at the end of the day um you have three friends who are playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare on PS4 and you have an Xbox and you don't really feel like you want to get it because you can't play it with those three friends. Cross-platforms introduced, now you can. Okay, well, you just bought that game. So, yeah. 
I definitely agree with cross-platform gaming because as someone who operates on a Mac and but owns the PS4, I have friends who play on like PC and I couldn't play with them because the game's not available on Mac, but I can play with them on my PS4 and it's really nice. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, I can play online with my friends. Right. Nothing's available on Mac, though. <laughs> Sadly. Why do you even have a Mac? There's a whole T.O.P. short about it. Go listen there to There is. It. Link, in description. In. <laughs> Link in description. Link in description. But, yeah. It's it's interesting. I don't know. Um, I really, really like what it does for the industry. Julio, you haven't said anything about it. What's your take? On what? Sir, cross-platform playing. Oh, cross-platform? Yeah, uh, cross-platform. It's pretty cool. It's pretty okay, but, like, it's unfair when someone has, like, a, a super cool computer and I'm trying to, like, play the game and then they snipe me from two seconds away. Hey, man, that's not as bad as people on PC versus people on Xbox playing Call of Duty. You know the people on PC Zane. are going to wipe those kids. Like, it's just how it is. Zane, I just want to play. I, I, I just want, I just want to fun. I just want to fun. All right. All right. Um. So, our next question for the evening. Um. Malthus writes in, "How long is a power nap?" I don't. So think- I think like minutes. one or two hours. <laughs> Wait, we got twenty minutes and two hours. Scientifically, if you like sleep for twenty minutes and that is classified as parent nap, you go more. But like between twenty minutes and an hour, you just wake up groggy. You go between an hour and two hours, you go through one complete REM cycle. And if you sleep for longer than two hours and then wake up before you've completed your full seven to eight hours, you're like fucked. I mean, I kind of just power napped earlier because I like passed out in between texts earlier. Nice. <laughs> and then woke up right before the podcast. Understand. After you guys tagged me, and I was like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> huh. Okay. Um, I don't take naps like ever. I'm not even trying to be weird. I just don't. Uh, so no idea. But yeah. Uh, Julio, how long do you think a power nap is? Power nap is like, let's say, a good ten hours. All right, Julio, how long do you sleep? Like, do, how long do you go to, like, to rest? Um, sometimes I don't sleep, and then when I do, it's 14 hours. Okay, man. Cool, cool. Uh, all right. So, our next question for the evening. Um, 672244539820102 writes in, uh, when you don't wake up. I think that was in response to... That's called to, a coma. Yeah. Or death. <laughs> is he, are you asking what that is, Emmanuel? Um, I think it was a response to Malthus. Uh, how long is a power nap? It's when you don't wake up, I guess. So I think you're mixing up a power nap and a coma, Emmanuel. Uh, <laughs> but next question we have... I want to be in a coma. Have, <laughs> God dang, cat. Next question we have is... Um, not writes in, Julio writes in, what's your favorite character from Parahumans? I don't know what that is, Julio. Yeah, me neither. What is more? That's a really good question, says me. Oh my god, he says it from across his room. There's like an echo <laughs> as he's talking about it. He goes, that's a really good question, says me. Uh, none of us have a favorite character except you, Julio, because none of us have bothered to read it because we just get all our information from you ranting about it. Yeah. So what? What's your exactly. Favorite? What's your favorite character that I've ranted about? Now you have to look it up in the history. You realize how long that will take. Okay. So exactly. We'll get back to you on that, Julio. Um. All right. Our next question. Side Titty writes in. Are you Aaron Burr, sir? That depends. Who's asking? Oh. 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 Hold on, I know exactly what I need to do. Oh. Oh God. What are you? What are you? <laughs> like a weird Hamilton thing. It is. It's the second song. Ew. Pardon me. Are you Aaron Burr, sir? That depends. That depends. Who's asking? Who's asking? Sure. Oh sure, sir. I'm Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. I'm at your service, sir. I've been looking for you. I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I was seeking a course of study, and I got sort of out of sorts. 
I disconnected them. It was a, it, <laughs> it was a mistake to add um, history with rap. <laughs> what? Why haven't they joined back? <laughs> what up? I, I, I wasn't even looking at this chat. I was just laughing. I think that's the first time I've ever had to disconnect Angel and Cat. <laughs> yeah. You always disconnect me for nothing. <laughs> Beautiful. Did I disconnect in the middle of that? No. <laughs> Maybe? He kicked us. <laughs> Alright. Um... Okay, so I'm skipping Angel's question because I think it has to do with that. Um, so, Side Titty writes in again. Um, why does there seem to be more sequels than new games, new IPs? Uh, I'll answer that immediately. Like, what I think. Um, money. Yeah, money. Uh, my my um, answer is money. So, also, here's my thing. I'm going to actually make a case for why it helps the industry. Um, yeah, it makes more money, of course, but... Here's the thing, innovation, um, innovating on a concept or gameplay mechanic or even narratively is difficult in a new IP, I'd argue, because in a new IP, you're building things from the ground up. If you're making a sequel to Assassin's Creed, you can only do anything but think of ways to evolve on that formula. Um, so to me, making a sequel to something, while yeah, it can get monotonous and it gets a little annoying, like yeah, I want some new IPs, I want some new things, and a lot of companies do just make sequels for the sake of playing it safe. But what's cool about it at the end of the day is that I think it, it opens the window for a lot of innovation in the industry. It allows for people to say, okay, so this gameplay mechanic worked in this previous game. How can we evolve that and build on that in the next one? How can we make that better and more fun for people? So yeah, that's my take. <laughs> Why was that met with dead silence? What? Oh. Uh, I, I high-key zoned out. Oh. I, 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 <laughs> I went on a tangent. I, I Okay, I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, what do y'all think? I just don't like how, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, the Ubisoft thing, most of the games during the show was sequels, which... Everything but the, Hyperscape. Yeah, and it pissed me off because I was, like, ready for, like you know, new ideas. Right. Something that hasn't been done. Yeah, I got Something you. Something that's... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Kat? Uh, <laughs> Alright, but yeah, I agree with you, Kat. Um, but I do have my stance on it. Uh, what do our other two hosts think? I think. You think? Yeah, I'm thinking. Alright, Angel, what do you think? <laughs> I like some sequels, but sometimes it's just too much. Yeah, sometimes it just feels like... To me, a sequel needs to justify its existence. Do you work narratively? Do you evolve the gameplay enough? You have to justify why you exist. You can't just make a sequel for the sake of making a sequel, right? Uh, so yeah, that's my take, though. I already gave my take like six times, so... Uh, <laughs> Alright, but Julio... You want to give it again? No, I'm okay. Julio... You gonna are you gonna wrap up that thought or do we want to move on? In space. So um Ryder um writes in, how long do you plan to grow out your hair, Zane? Uh until it stops growing. I don't know when it'll stop growing. Are you gonna become Rapunzel? Probably. I'll have to like spend two hours a day brushing it. Um somebody steps on his hair and like Breaks his neck. <laughs> That's when I know it's long enough. Is when I die by tripping on my own hair. Um, <laughs> that's when I know it's long enough. You die by being strangled in your sleep by your hair. Somebody, somebody already could. Like I could wrap it around my throat now. Yeah, like. <laughs> so it doesn't go. happen in your sleep. Wow. Like once it gets really long, it will happen in your sleep. Maybe. <laughs> it already does sometimes. It hurts, bro. I'll wake up and I'll pull on it on accident. It'll just be like, ah, oh, my scalp. <laughs> It's awful. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I still love it. It's gorgeous. Um, so, <laughs> Eddie Rajas writes in, um, if you fall, does gravity pull you or are you heavy? In my case, I'm heavy. I don't know if that's different for other people. I think well, actually I do. We know how gravity isn't works. Isn't there that thing gravity that works. falls at equal speed? <laughs> yes. The way gravity works is like 
how smaller masses are pulled in from the bigger mass. So saying um, the world hits you instead of you falling, that's when you know you're fat. Is when the whole world hits you instead of you falling. Yeah, when I fall, the whole world hits me, bro. Uh. <laughs> Did you know every single thing in the universe exerts the force of gravity except they're too tiny for actually to have effect except for like huge ass planets? Yes. Yeah, like technically, this, yeah, everyone has gravity. Technically, we all exert our own gravity. That's why, like, very, 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 very tiny particles sometimes float around you and land on you. Um, yeah. So yeah. Well, thank you for that question, Adirajas. Um, Angel, we can go through our Instagram questions and then we can wrap things up. We only have one this week. All Everyone's right. asking in the Discord, which that is perfectly fine. All right. I only got one too. And our, the question, it's from me, because I've been asking this for weeks and nobody's been answering me. Where is the line between early and late? Uh, well, early is if you're, like, before the exact time, and late is if you're after the exact time. Um, I'm referring nope. to, like, night time. Like, like, if you're staying a full night, what's early? Oh, I thought you were talking about being, like, no. late to a conference or some shit. I was like, okay, if you're so, on time, you're late. That's my opinion. Okay, so what I take as early and late, like, I think of 6 o'clock as the line between, like, the days, I guess. Whenever it hits 6 o'clock, I'm like, alright, I pulled an all-nighter, I can sleep now. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I but, think... like, so if, so, like, Kat, if someone gets up at 4 a.m., is that still considered getting up late at night? No, that's or early in early. the morning still. It just depends on the situation. If you're staying up all night then it's different than if you're waking up at four in the morning after going to sleep at like eight o'clock at night hmm. Very late and early depends on when you usually sleep i guess <laughs> nice okay I, I don't know i don't want to make a whole theory here a game <laughs> it's theory too much work. um <laughs> i guess to me um early is between like the hours of um of like 5 a.m and 11 a.m um late is between the hours of 11 p.m and 5 a.m so yeah <laughs> cool thanks for the question angel <laughs> Right. Okay, I've been asking this for weeks, and nobody would give me a definite answer except for whenever it is. Okay. Guys, and I wanted guys. answers. What's up, Kat? Guys, today I learned that in Cinderella's Vietnamese version, the heroine, heroine, whatever, boiled her stepsister alive and tricked her stepmother into eating her cooked body. Damn, you never done that? Oh. Pretty epic, I won't lie. Well, cool, cool. Can I watch that version? Um, Julio, do you have any questions? I got one from Not Green Skyfall. Um, can ghosts fuck other ghosts? <laughs> um, it, de it depends on ghost rules. Like, in Star Wars, they totally can. Um, but I don't know Why about... do you know that? Because in Star, Wars, in Star Wars, they can interact with other ghosts and with environments around them. If they choose to. I don't know that because, like, I, they've specifically been known to fuck other ghosts. I just know that because they can interact with objects and things in the universe. Even as ghosts. They don't face through everything. Like a traditional ghost. But, yeah. What do y'all think? Depends on, like, if the ghost can interact with other, like, ghosts. Or if, like, they're just, like, alone in their, like, like, everyone, all ghosts have their own separate ghostly plane. But, 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 ghosts can't get a boner if they don't have skeletons. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, there's no, there's no bones in your cock, though. It's called a boner. Chad, are you at your father's? Because I'm going to walk over there and slap you. I am? Go slap her. <laughs> After right. the recording of this podcast, Kat will be slapped for that horrible joke. 
Yeah, you like, I did not get it at first, and I'm sitting here like, there aren't bones in your cock, bro. Like, what? Uh, like, I know that. Whales, they do. Which one was it? I well, forgot how the, do you know that? Year. You're questioning me you for knowing. Oh my god. You're questioning me. You remember me. that, like, time when the, like, the random news, it was like on YouTube or something, it was like a news video, it was like, they just pull out a, a bone, and it's like, this is a whale penis bone. Okay, like, so. I don't remember why that was there. Um, this has been episode 42 of the Oblivious Podcast. Why are you uh, living it off of that? So, thank you guys for... Because <laughs> we gotta. Thank you guys for listening this far. Um, check out the Twitter. Uh, check out underscore the underscore tower. Uh, fourth underscore. I don't know his at. Uh, I knew. I knew he was gonna. I knew he was gonna plug it though. The underscore tower underscore fourth. Okay. My Instagram. Um, Zane's definitely gonna link in the description. I probably won't. Um, but yeah. Join the Discord. Join the Discord. Join the Twitter. All that'll be in the in the description. If you prefer listening on Spotify, we have that as well. Thank you guys for getting this far. It means a lot to us. This is what makes it all happen. All that shit. Generic YouTuber. Thanks. Right. Um. But yeah, it's all because of you. Yeah, it's all our because sponsor. of you guys and our <laughs> sponsor G Fuel. Uh, <laughs> but uh, download Raid Shadow, Raid Shadow Legends for free now. Uh, see you guys next.